Okay, we are learning Kuf Dalad. We're starting from a little bit of the way down. Uh, at Gufa, a few lines down, the Gemara says, Gufa Amar of Chista, Mem Vesamash Baluchos, the letters of the Mem and Samach Baluchos, Bnei Sayo, and they stood only because of a miracle. So the point was that the, the, the Luchos were carved out and the stone completely through and through. So if they were carved out completely through and through, then the, uh, the only way that they, the Mem and the Samach Hasnam was through a miracle. Because what's going to keep the, the little part of stone in the Mem and the Samach in? So it must be the only way they were standing was through a miracle. Another miracle about the Luchos Amar of Chista, somehow, all the script on the Luchos, you can read it on the inside and the outside. So you could read it from one side and then go to the other side, it would be legible as well, even though it was carved all the way through. And that's obviously a miracle. And the Gemara gives examples how the letters that were written from right to left on one side, if you read them on the opposite side, you would just read them backwards and it would be legible. Could go Nevov. Let's say you had a word like Nevov. Nun vez, yod vez. So, and on the, on the other side, it would be read as buvan. So it's exactly the opposite, the opposite um, order of the letters. Or bahar would be rahav, saru varas. Now Rash explains that these words weren't actually on the luchos. These are none of the asaras. So the have these words. These are examples just of words from the rest of the Torah that had they been on the luchos would be that way. It's not clear why we choose examples that weren't found on the luchos. But the point is, any word in the luchos, all the letters were automatically reversed on the opposite side, and you'd be able to read it that way as well. Continues the Gemara. Amalei Rabbanon and Yeshua ben Levi. Rabbanon said to Yeshua ben Levi, also the darker he ain't the Midrash. So there were little children who came into the to the base measures today. But Amalei Milan da Filip and Yeshua ben Levi's Merkavasayah. They said such beautiful things that hadn't been said even in the times of Yeshua ben Nun, even in the times of great Torah scholarship. They had never said such beautiful words of Torah. What are the words of Torah? Aleph base. The first two letters in the Torah. Aleph and base. What does that stand for? Aleph bina. Aleph bina means. To learn, Aleph is like learn, Bina is, is um, intellect, learn, study the Torah, Gimel Dalas. So the next two letters, Gimel Dalas, means Gimel Dalim. This is all, again, assuming that the, the letter is the first of another word. Gimel, to be nice, to, to, to do kindness to the Dalim, to the poor. My time of Shutakari to Gimel Gabi Dalas. You notice that the leg of the Gimel extends out towards the Dalit. Why is the leg of the Gimel extending out to the Dalit? That's the way of people who do kindness. Lord, Akhar Dalim. That not only do they do kindness, but they're actually running. After the needy to help them. Well, my time Why is the leg of the Dalit extended towards the Gimel? And what the Gemara is talking about here is that the leg and the stem of the Dalit isn't perfectly straight. It's slanted back towards the Dalit if you ever look in the Torah. What's the reason it's like that? It's nafshe because the poor person should always make himself, um, you know, he should always make himself right available to the person doing the Chesed so that he doesn't make the guy find him and chase him down. My time and my other opposite Dalit and Gimel. So why is the face of the Dalit turning the other way? He's like looking away from the Gimel, the face. That means that whenever you do the chesed, it should be given um, privately. shouldn't be embarrassed. It shouldn't embarrass the poor person. The next two letters, Hevav, Hevav, that's the name of HaKadosh Baruch So why is Hashem's name right here? So it comes to say that Zayin Ches Tesgur Kof Lamed. With all this together means if you're going to study Torah, and, which is the Aleph base, and help the poor people, that's Gimel Dala, then the Heivav, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what's Hashem going to do? Zon that's the Zion, He's going to sustain you. V'chaya Choschah, and give you favor. Meitavlach, that's the task, give you good. Notice in the Chayurusha, give you inheritance, that's the good. Koshel Chakasu, and tie you a castle, a crown, that's the Kaf. And the Lamed is in the world to come. Then we get mem, mem sucha, mem stuma. The word, the, they have an open mem and a closed mem. What's the point? Mimer, pesuch, mimer, sasim. There's an open mimer and a closed mimer. Some of the Torah is meant to be open and some of the Torah is meant to be revealed. Meaning, sometimes we have like Maiz and Merkava, the esoteric parts of the Torah that aren't meant to be taught publicly. And then we have other parts of halacha which are meant to be publicized. Nun kufa, nun shuta. We have a, the nun, nun, nun that's curved and the straight down nun, which comes to tell us nemen kufa, nemen pashat. 
that the Ben person who's, who's and, and, and the person who's, who's Neman, what's the point where we're trying to say? That someone who's, who's bent over, who's humble in this world, will stand tall in the future in the world to come. So the, those who are bent, the humble in this world, will be straight and all uh, erect in the world to come. Samach ayin, that means smoch anayim. Smochanim, to, to support, one should support the poor. You should make memory aids when learning the Torah. So, in order to properly acquire it, you have to make mnemonics, different ways to um, help remember the Torah. We have a curved pay, the closed pay, and the straight, the open pay. also means that sometimes the mouth should be open, sometimes it should be closed. Sometimes we speak, sometimes we should be silent. We have the idea of a curved tzadi and a straight tzadi. Tzadik kaf, tzadik pasha. That's a bent over tzadik and um, a tzadik pasha. Different types of tzadikim. So the Gemara says, well, what, what is the idea? That if the tzadik is bent over now, then, you know, he's humble, then he's going to be an erect tzadik in the world to come. So the Gemara says, I knew that was the same lesson of the, as the nun. I knew never kaf of never pasha. Well, that was the same lesson. That the, the bent over humble person in this world will be will be straight all my boss. So why do we need the, the tzadik saying the same thing? So the Gemara answers, Hosef kasuv. So we're saying an extra degree. It's bending over, bend over, bending, bend over. Mikan, from here we learn Shinin Torah, but no Narosh. It's going over to those who are totally trampling. Meaning, humility is something that requires extraordinary humility, and that's the way you get Torah. So it's not enough to teach a lesson twice, we teach a lesson twice. And we'll teach a lesson once, but we, we actually teach it twice. Kof Kadosh, Kof stands for Kadosh, it's Hashem, Resh Russia. The Resh is for Russia. What's the point of these last two? That my time of Hadar Abi the Kof, may Resh. The face of the Kof is turning away from the Resh. So we're saying HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and really the way it is that the face of the race, the open part is away from the Kuf, but it's, since the Kuf is Hashem, so the Gemara is saying it that way, that Hashem is turning away from the Rasha. Hashem is saying, I can't even look at the face of the Rasha, so that's why I'm turning away from him and making, making sure that I'm not in front of his face. Why is the crown of the Kuf towards the race, where we have the crowns? Sometimes you have these little signs on top of the letters, some of the letters in the Torah, the Shashka's letters have them. Top of the kuf is one of them, and it's right next to the rish. Why is the crown right next to the rish? If the rasha will do tshuva, ani koshul keser kamosi. I will make him a crown just like my own. So in other words, Hashem is saying, even though he's pushing away the rasha, but if the rasha wants to reach out and do tshuva, Hashem will help him. My time carry the kuf tulia. Why is one of the legs of the kuf hanging down? It hangs down below the letter. So that if the if the, the, the Rasha wants to do teshuva, he can come in through the kuf. How's he going to come in through the kuf? Through the gap between the leg and the top. That's why the leg hangs down, so that there's a gap between the top of the leg and the top of the kuf, so that the Rasha can climb in through the space. So the Gemara says, Why can't you just go through the bottom of the kuf? Why do you have to make the, the, the leg hang down so that there's a space between the top of the leg and the top of the kuf? Um, why can't you just why can't you just go in through the bottom of the coast? That's what I'm saying. supports what Rish Lakish said. Amar Rish Lakish Maidach What's the meaning of the pasuk? It says about people in Litim who yell it that, that if there are people who are cynical, you should be cynical. Allah is humble to the to, to, to the humble. Hashem does gives a lot of chain. So we learn from here that Balatame If a person wants to be bad, Hashem helps him be bad. Balatai, if a person wants to be good, Messiah, so Hashem will help him up. So Hashem will even open the door, open a new door for the person who wants to do good. Meaning he doesn't force him to go around to the bottom. Hashem will literally be opening doors, helping the person who wants to do teshuva. And that's why specifically the, the leg of the kuf is lowered so that, so that the, uh, the Russia can climb in that way. Shin stands for Sheker, Tav stands for Emes. So, so, so those are the last two letters. So Tav is, is the last letter of Emes and it's total truth. 
and chin is for sheker. So my time is sheker makabi mili. Why do the letters of sheker right next to each other, right? Sheker, shin, kuf, and resh. All those letters are, are right next to each other in the alphabet. Ms, but the words of ms maraka mili. The letters are spread out. Aleph, mem, and taf are spread out in the alphabet. And the alphabet. The answer is shikr shkiyah because falsehood. Uh, everyone lies. It's not that common to find people who tell the truth. So therefore, the letters of the sheker are right next to each other, but the letters of Emes are spread apart. Are spread apart. My time is shikra achadakari shin. Why are all the letters in sheker stand on one leg? The shin, the kuf, and the reish all come to like points. The Emes malabalugune, but the truth is like bricks. It all comes down flat letters. So what's the pshat? Um, it has like bricks in them because kush dakai, truth stands. Shikra lokai, things that are false can't really stand. Now that we expanded, expounded upon the alphabet that way, so now the Gemara continues with the code of Atbash. So Atbash, in the beginning, it takes the first letter and the last letter. So At and then Bash. So what does it stand for? O-C-T-A-V. Me, meaning our Kaddish Baruch This Russia has been bad. So we're interpreting this Hashem's having a conversation with the Russia. O-C-T-A-V. The Russia has been bad to me. Esavelo. Should I want him? Bash. What's the Bash coming to say? Kilo chashak shmi yachalab. B meaning in me he didn't want. So shmi, my name should rest upon him. Gar gufo time racham alav. That means to say his body's been bad. Arachim, that's the race. Should I have mercy on him? Dak is coming to say that's a sign. No, he collapsed my doors. Kind of shouldn't I cut down his horns? So that's all uh, the at Bash in, in interpretation. Ah, to the Bash, to the guard, to the Dak, all about Hashem's. Uh, response to the Russia's behavior. That's all about the Russia. With the tzaddikim, you could read it the opposite way in Atbash. Im ata bosh. If you are embarrassed to sin, gardak. Then what? Im ata osakein kor bedok. Kor and dok. You're gonna you're gonna live in the dok. Dok is shemayim, meaning you're gonna go to to heaven. Hates vav. Hates to the tzaddik. The vav is to the fei. There's going to be a separation between you and af, and meaning Hashem's anger. You'll always be separated from the anger. Zayin, the za, so the Zion with the ayin, the ches with the samach, the test with the nun means you're not going to be trembling with his, which is the mizdazeh is made up of the letters from the satan. It's not going to happen. The yod goes with the kaf, the, with the with the mem, the kaf goes with the lamin. The person appointed over Gehenim says to Akalish Baruch Hu, the yamkol. Why don't we throw all the sinners? Into Gehenim. That's what the. That's what he wants. Let's throw everybody, including Jews. Let's throw everybody into Gehenim. The sea is the place that everybody. They all should go. Call everyone should go. So Amar Kadosh Baruch In order to understand what does Hashem say back to the Sarsha of Gehenim, who wants everyone, including the Jews, to go to Gehenim. So we have to expound the letters in a different way. Amar Kadosh Baruch So we look at it like this: Aleph Ches Samach Beis Tes Ayin Gimel Yud Pei. So that's all skipping sevens, right? One to eight. And then to 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 samach base that has the ayin, so he's skipping skipping sevens between the letters. So we we interpret it like this: ani chas, I have pity on them, and they shall about to be give because because they have they 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 pushed away uh, the gift which is which is the bad like adultery. So this is just again expounding all the combinations: the one, the eight to fifteen, the two, the nine to the sixteen, expounding it like that. Davot dalit sadi it's kaf to the sadi dakim heim they're dakim they're clean kainim heim they're 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 right. Sadiqim him, they're righteous. Halak, the hay to the lama to the kof, in you have no chilek whatsoever in them, meaning that the Gehenim can't control the Jewish people. Mars and Shin. So that's Vav to the Mem to the Rej to the Zion to the Nun to the Shin to the Taf. Mari, my master, feed me from all the people who come from Shays, all the who comes from Shays, not only Gaim, even Jews. Amalashem says, no. Aleph. 
Lamed Beis Mem Gim Nun Gimel Nun Dalas Sham. So there's a different way of looking at the Alf Beis. Alf to the Lamed Beis Mem. So in the way it reads like this: Eichon Olichem Lagan Hadas. We're going to take the Jews to Gan Hadas to Gan Eden, and that's a acronym of the words um, of the letters interpreted that way. So Amar Gan of the Echoes Baruch Hu Gadim then says to Hashem, "Be Bonus Lamas of the World." Ayif Anochi Ayim Ayif. I'm very like um, I'm hungry for victims. So. Zat chiks. Hashem says, "Zayin to the zayin to the ches to the kuf." Halolo, zav sheyitzchak. These are the zayin yitzchak. You can't have them. Test reish yun shin kaf tav tar yishli kitos kitos shavukachavim. Tar means to wait. I have a lot of different groups of goyim shani nosin lach. So this the gemara is interpreting all these conversations between Hashem and the sar shogahen and based upon the different ways of looking at the letters. So when the day that the, in the base medrash these little kids came in and shared all these insights. The Gemara is saying that these insights were greater than all the Torah that existed in the time of um, in the time of Yoshua ben Nun, and these are amazing, amazing chidushim in Torah. Says the Mishnah, Kosev sheyoses b'halam achad chayv. Someone who writes two letters, as long as it's in one lapse of awareness, is chayv achatos. As long as he didn't remember in the middle of a Shabbos, he remember it was wrong. So the two letters combine and he is chayv. So now we talk about the types of ink for lighting. Kosev b'dio, regular ink, b'sam. There's different types of paint. Sikra, it's red, like red pigments and stuff that make it red dye. But these are different, um, different things that again that make that make shades. anything that makes a mark. where you writing it? Even on just on two walls that make a corner, meaning you're not writing in the same spot. You're writing on one, let's say north wall, on the east wall, but you write them right by the corner, so they read together. on two different tablets that are keeping a ledger. as long as they can be read together, So it sounds like you hear from the Mishnah. The two letters have to be written near each other so that they can be read together. We'll analyze this more in the Gemara. Hakosiv Abbasar Someone who writes, what are you writing on? So even if you just write on your flesh, you'll be chai, because writing on flesh it will sustain. It will it will stay around. So therefore you're chai if you write on the flesh. But if someone scratches letters uh, on them and not writing, he's just making scratches on them, then say it's not going to stand, it's not normal. Uh, to write that way, cuts up a mashkin. Someone who writing with liquids, been Paris fruit juices again. It can it can have a dark impression. Baba drachim with dust. Baba kasofrim scribes dust from from the scribes. Hold over anything that will not last. Potter in all these cases, it's not going to last, and therefore you're potter. Lacher. Let's say you write in a weird way with the back of your hand. Baragal with your foot. Bepiv with your mouth. From pigo with the elbow. Or let's say it was already ksavri, and then you're adding only one letter to it. So meaning. Now there are more. There is more one, one, more than one letter, but you only wrote one. But Let's say you wrote over ksav, meaning there already was ksav, and you wrote on top of it. Let's say you wrote two letters, but the way it was, you were just trying to write a ches, and instead you wrote two zayins. Now that's a very easy mistake because in the Torah, a ches is two zayins with a little bridge connecting them. So you forgot you 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 didn't make the bridge. So you wrote two letters, but you were intending to write one. You wrote one letter in the ground, one in the beam, so they're not read together. Or write them in two separate walls of the house. So two different columns on the letter. They can't be read together. In all these cases, you're potter. The first case is the reason you're potter is because you were doing a shinoi. The other case is because you only wrote one letter, or the two letters can't be read together, or is not considered a writing. In all those cases, you're potter. Let's say you write one letter, but it's an abbreviation. So meaning like you have an apostrophe, right? You write like, and it stands for something. And is it considered like you wrote more than one or only one? So you say you're because it's like you wrote two. Because it's, it's written like, like a whole world, like a whole word. So it's shorthand, but it's like you wrote more. If you don't literally write two letters, so then the halacha is that you're potter. Says the Gemara, Dio, do you say ink is regular black and sam sama? Paint is um, some sort of sam. Seems over here from Rashi. 
It's got a yellow color. Sikra is red. It's a, I don't know exactly what that is. Um, is a kind of a copper. It could make like a black a black color with the shoemakers would use it uh, to make black black when they were when they were dyeing the shoes. Behold, Roshim says the mission anything that makes a mark. Last year, what does that include? Last year, the of What did he include? Let's say you write it with some dirty rain water or coal not juice kasher. If, if, if this is talking about for a divorce, a divorce has to be written a, a get has to be something that's a ksav that's going to read that's going to last. And if you if you write those things, you says you're chayiv. It must be that they last. So if you write them on Shabbos as well, you would be chayiv. Says the Gemara Tanya Rabbi Yehuda said in a brayso kotsvim eifer. Somebody writes a get with lead, or charcoal, or with the shoemaker blacking stuff, kosher. All those cases are, are would last, and therefore it's a good get. If you write on Shabbos, you're chayiv. Someone who's scratching letters on his flesh. So what's the deal with that? So if you write a letter on the on the skin, we're saying it will last. But here we're talking about someone who's scratching out something on the skin. So Rabbi Lazar says, "Chayv l'chum say patzer." So Tanya, we say in a brayso. Amal then Rabbi Lazar l'chum. Rabbi Lazar says to the chum, "A little ben sata hotzik shavim mitzrayim b'svitur shavas arba." There was someone ben sata, and he was trying to you know capture the imitate the spells from Egypt, and he, they had secret spells there, and, he, and they would be mocked that no one smuggle out the spells out of their country. So what did he do? How did he get the spell out? So he wrote it, he scratched it on his screen, and he went out of Mitzrayim like that. And that's how he didn't get caught. So we see that scratching something on the skin is a way of writing. So I'm below, they said, Shota, he's a crazy person. We've been writing Shota, we can't be writing from crazy people. So that person was nuts. This uh, sorcerer who was writing down the, 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 who was writing it down on his skin. But a regular scratching on the skin is not considered a normal method of writing and therefore you're potter. Someone who writes one letter next to Ksav that's already written is Pazer. Montana, who looks like that? Amar, because you didn't write two letters. But Misa, after your, your, your action is done, there's more than one letter. So you made more letters. So, but you only wrote one. So Montana, who's the Tana who says your Pazer? It's not like Rebbe Lazar. If it's like Rebbe Lazar, he says, if, you write, if somebody adds one thread to fabric that's already woven, you're Chayv. So, so what's the idea? The idea is that even though you only wove one, but since you're adding it to, to ones that already existed, so it, the shear automatically combines with them. So it's like you did two, even though you only did one, but since you're connecting it to the ones that previously existed, so it has the chashivas of two. So according to Rabbi Lazar, if you wrote one letter next to other letters, it would have the chashivas of two and you'd be chayef. So our Mishnah is not like him. We all know that's a maisa hamalacha must be writing to. Our Mishnah said that somebody who writes over pre, pre, pre-existing Sab is Pater, Mantana, who holds that that's not considered writing. It says in Someone's writing a safer term. He needed to write Hashem's name in the Torah, but he wanted, for some reason, he didn't realize he was writing Hashem's name, and he planned on writing just Yehuda. And then he made a mistake, he didn't put the Dallas there. So it ends up, he actually wrote Hashem's name, but he didn't have the right Kavanah to write Hashem's name. And you write the Sefer Torah, in order to have the Kedusha, you have to have the kavana to write to write Hashem's name. So, is there any way to fix it right now? So, Rabbi Yudah says there's a way to save it. You can put a pen over it and have the right kavana, and then you like you're writing over the, the writing over pre-existing sav is considered writing according to Rabbi Yudah. So now you're rewriting the Hashem's name with the right kavana. No, that's not the right way to do it. And the Gemara understands that what that means is really the Chachamim hold that's not writing. Really, it's no good. And they're saying to Rabbi Yudah that even if you'd be right, that it is writing, it's still not a Lechatchila type of thing to do such a thing. It's not preferred. It's not a preferred method. But the bottom line is, Rabbi Yudah would say that if you write over 
uh, a pre-existing sav, so you'd be chayev. The same way he says the Sefer Torah, he said here. The Chum will know that if you write over some pre-existing, pre-existing um, sav, it is considered writing, um, I'm sorry, it's not considered writing, and therefore you'd be pater. Says the Gemara. Tana. Let's say you write one letter and you complete a sefer, meaning you wrote one of the last things of a sefer. So, so, so when you fill it in, it has a, it has a lot of chashivas. Or let's say there was one thread missing in the bag and you finished it. Chayv, you're chayv. So it's a tremendous chiddush because normally we say the shear is too. So mantan, who's it going? Only that when you add one thread to previously existing threads, you're chayv. But if you go with Rabbana, the etzem aizem lacha always has to be two threads or over here writing two letters. So even though it's the last letter, it doesn't matter. You would still be potter. Rabashi Yamar, if you go on like the Rabbana and hold it, you have to write. If, if there's previously existing threads and you used to add one more thread, you're potter. But here the Rabbana are going to agree that you're chayv. Why? Lahashlam shiny. Because here you're completing something. Whenever you're finishing something, that has much more chashivas. So even though it's only one letter, but it has so much more chashivas because it's a finishing, it's a completion. So since you're finishing it, it becomes more chashiv. And therefore, um, therefore, you're high of, you're high of for, for it, even though it's only one letter. Continues the Gemara, one letter in Tveria, and he writes a different letter in Tipori. So he wrote two letters on Shabbos and one lapse of awareness, but they're totally far apart. One, they're in different cities. Chayev, he's still Chayev. Why? What's the reason? Ksiva, he has a din of Ksiva. Elosh but it, it's just that they're not together. So meaning, you could bring them together. So if you could, since you could bring them together, it's just they're, they're not juxtaposed right now, so therefore it's considered uh, so it's more about what So you wrote on two separate walls in the house, or on two different columns in the ledger. You know, as if they can't be read together, potter, right? So we're saying that if if you write two letters and they can't be read together, you're potter. So why here, if we're saying you write two letters in two different cities, are you chayev? So the Gemara answers: Hasam or Kreva. In our case, we're missing a big ma'aseh to bring the letters together. They're written on two different walls. So if you want to bring them together, what would you do? I guess you would have to knock down the wall and and, and bring the letters together. So that's not considered. Um, a viable thing. So therefore, it's mechusar. We don't view them as being able to be read together. Hach, in our case, lo mechusar, it's not missing a maisa to bring them together. You just have to bring them together. Okay, so it's not a big deal. You bring them together. So since it's very easy for the letters to be read together, so therefore, you are chayav, even though right now they are not together. Says the Gemara, Tana, it says in a bride, someone who corrects one letter is chayav. Says the Gemara, how could that be? Someone who writes one letter, Mamish writes a letter from scratch, you're saying it's potter, you have to write two. So if you just correct a letter, you could be chayav. How could correcting a letter be doing more than writing a letter? If you have to write two letters, how could correcting one letter be chayav? And here, what's the case? There was a ches, and you took away the roof. By doing that, you made it into two zayin. So it's a very cool way. You needed two zayin. So when you took away, the, there was a messed up ches, instead of the two zayins, and, and you took away the crown, you made two zayins, and you wrote two letters. So it's, it's a very interesting case. How by taking away the crown, it's considered a misa of writing two letters. Rav Amar Kemoshal of Tagosh Adal, the case when you took away the crown of Adal, also a and you made it into a Rish. What's the Gemara saying? Right? Bottom line is you only make one letter. You changed the letter from Adal to a Rish. You made a letter, but why are you high? You only made one letter. So Rashi understands that the case was that it was a Sefer Torah that had Adal, it was supposed to be a Rish, you had to correct it. So even though it's only one minor correction, but you finished the book, you made it kosher. You're not supposed to keep a book that's not kosher. There's an iser to every Sefer Torah in one's possession should be a kosher one. So here, it has the chashivas of like finishing the Torah, which is like where Ravashi's answer was before. That is, if, even if you write one letter, but if it finishes the Torah, it's good. So if everything was good, except for this dollar rich confusion, when you fix it, you're chayev. So in conclusion, definitely the ma'isa malacha 
is to write two letters. And even if there already were pre-existing letters and you write one, you're potter. We don't know like Rebbe Lazar. But if there was something wrong and you finish it, you complete the work of the Torah, then you're chayv or a separate case where you take a zai, where you take a ches, you take out the crown and you make it into two letters, make it into zayins. In that case as well, you would be chayv.